Hello and welcome to the Divine Discovery Podcast. I am your host, Deja, and I am here to share about all things holistic health, well-being, conscious movement, mindset, manifesting, spirituality, self-confidence, and soulful business. So you can transform into the best version of yourself, bring your dreams into reality, and discover your divinity. So without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode. Today's topic, I'm with actually the beautiful Sax who's been on the podcast before and she just released her own podcast actually recently. So go check her out, pop her the link to that in the show notes as well for you guys. But today we're going to be talking all about nourishment for your, your body, your mind, your soul and how you can really nourish yourself so then you can feel at your best and be at your best. So I'm really excited for this topic because this is a topic I I know I'm very passionate about. It's very high in my value system around health and well-being. So let's kick it off with the body because I think that's a, a good one to really start off with because I know even from my background with just kind of punishing my body with exercise or just treating my body with like not love at all eating in ways that weren't actually nourishing my body or loving my body um or starving myself restricting myself so yeah I'd love to touch into this as well um I might even get you sax to kick it off with what are the best ways that you nourish your body yeah I love this one because as anyone who knows me knows I am all about moving the body and I think that movement is such a huge part when it comes to nourishment and it comes from a fact of a lot of people get into a fitness or a health journey by punishing their body Mm -hmm. and they're punishing the fact that they have extra weight or they're punishing the fact that they don't have the boobs or bum that they want or they're punishing themselves for all of these different reasons rather than focusing on nourishing what it is that they do have and cultivating that happiness and appreciation for the God-given gift that is our body. Like our body is incredible. The fact that we're even alive when there's like what between a hundred to like 600 million sperm in like a, a, what's it called? Conception. (laughs) Like the fact that we're even existing in the physical realm is just absolutely phenomenal. And we should be able to nourish ourselves in so many different ways. So when it comes to the body, a massive one for me is making sure that I'm doing flexibility movement. Mm -hmm. So whether that's things like stretching, whether it's yoga, whether it's Pilates, um, whether it's just different flexibility, rolling, all sorts of different things that allow my muscles to elongate and make sure that they're really flexible in their movement. And that way I'm able to create as much movement as possible within the body. And I'm not restricted or limited because I have tight hamstrings or a sore back or um, like tight shoulders and things like that. And it's also such a good release for energy around the body when you're able to really stretch it out. So Mm -hmm. some sort of form of stretching is always in my week, uh, whether it's, like I said, one of the three um, or any type of different thing. And on the other side of that, strength training is also really important. And it's something that I've grown to learn 
over the last two years going away from more high intensity training all of the time to doing flow training where you've got that mix between intensity, cardio, strength-based, nourishment-based, where it's that flexibility and movement to be able to give yourself the variety of not only fun when you're training because who wants to follow the exact same exercise Mm. for like six weeks straight no one that is okay boring and being able to actually give your muscles the chance to recover fully Mm. as well as creating that increase in in muscle strength at the end of the day yeah and I think that's important as well to have a variety of different types of movements because I used to think I had to you know, walk, run on this treadmill for like an hour in order, like when I was on my <laughs> weight loss journey, which is totally not the case. I got so bored with it. Like it was, it was just, yeah, not fun. I actually saw something on TikTok recently that was like, shout out to the girlies who did like booty body challenges. <laughs> How's weightlifting going now? And I'm like, I yes, <laughs> literally like I totally flipped from doing like the high intensity or which is nothing wrong with that but like or walking on the treadmill and just flogging my body with just those types of exercise or even two hours like on a treadmill like why couldn't I just go (laughs) for a walk or something but I think coming back to that is just using movement and exercise as a way to nourish yourself rather than punish yourself yeah and I think too for a lot of us women too who have an, a menstrual cycle, it's also super important to actually line your workouts, your movement with your cycle too. Yeah. Because I think it's so important to recognize too. If, if, if you feel and listen to your body that you want to go lift weights and do high intensity during your period, totally okay, listen to your body with doing that. However, it's so much like during that time, whether it's just over the couple of days over your period to make sure that you are nourishing it by listening to it and resting or moving it with like yoga or something that's going to be a bit more gentle on your body because one big part of weight loss as well is that if you have high levels of stress and high levels of um cortisol cortisol I was trying to think of what it was called cortisol then that actually your body holds on to weight right yeah and a lot of the time what people don't understand is that when you actually are in the sense of saying, oh, I'm feeling really tired today, but I should go and work out because it's a part of my plan. It was in my daily calendar. So I should do this. I have to do this. Anytime you have that belief, it's actually a limiting decision. It's not a nourishment decision. Mm, You're not doing something that's for the better of your soul. You're doing something because somebody else told you that you had to do it in that way. And it's when you release that feeling and when you release that I should be doing this and you turn it into I get to do this Mm. and you get to choose whether you want to go and weight lift, you get to choose whether you want to go and do yoga, you get to choose whether you just don't want to really do much that day and just do a few light stretches. Lay down in Shavasana, you're still doing yoga, babes. It's fine. (laughs) It counts as movement, I swear. Um, but all of those different things, like when you actually give yourself the power of choice, mm. you'll find that you'll stick to the lifestyle changes that you need to do to nourish your body a lot more than when you're following something that's strict and doesn't yes. feel right. 
Yeah, and I think like stop shooting on yourself. Number one, boys, <laughs> <laughs> boys, <laughs> stop shooting on yourself. There's should everywhere. There's yeah, should everywhere. A hundred percent. But yeah, I think that's important with that too because this is just bringing in like the feminine and masculine energies as well that we've been taught as women to just follow the 24-hour cycle that men have and we but we also have the not the circadian rhythm the other one infradium rhythm as well which is your internal clock Mm -hmm. and we run on that monthly cycle so I think it's important to also recognize that we don't work the same as men in that yeah. way however we can lift heavy weights and shit too so yeah exactly and it's allowing yourself to realize that you don't have to be the man like mm. we don't as women we're in our power as we are we don't have to be men to be powerful you don't have to lift heavier than men to be of power yeah. you don't have to work out more than men to be of power Yes, it's a great thing in regards to confidence to be like, you know what, I am stronger than a man. However, it's not a you versus man situation. We're two completely different beings, like completely different. And I think people underestimate that because we're all humans. However, we are completely different physiologies. Mm. And what we need to nourish us is completely different to what men need to nourish them because of the fact that we have different physiologies. Yeah. So really understanding that the meals that you might want to eat are not going to be the same as your partners or your brothers or your dads or things like that. And you don't have to eat as much as them. You don't have to eat smaller than them. You don't have to sort of go into different comparisons with a man because it's it's never going to make you happy like you can't compare yourself to anyone else but the person that you were yesterday and being able to nourish yourself in every form including nutrition is a massive part of taking care of the body because with the nutrition side, not only are you actually nourishing your muscles, you're also nourishing your hormones. You're yes. also nourishing your gut health. You're also nourishing your brain. You're also nourishing all the different areas of the body. When you have a baby inside of you that's growing, and if you don't want to be a mum, that doesn't matter because you still have the organs that are there that provide that those organs require different nutrients Mm. and they require a whole lot of variety in nutrients too. So really focusing in on nourishing yourself with the widest variety possible of different foods and flavors and really, really, really importantly, as much whole foods as possible because we live in a world now where processed foods are so easy. Mm. It's so simple and it's so easy but really looking at food as a a source of nourishment than a source of quick energy changes that for you and noticing the difference between, okay, I can go and have this burger from McDonald's or Hungry Jack's or KFC and it will make me full for two hours and I'm probably going to feel sick after it because it's actually not good for my stomach health at all. And you're going to feel sluggish. Yeah. Um, And having that sort of carb load of really high levels of energy for a little while and then a really large slump where you get home 
versus going in, say, getting something like sushi, which is light and has, depending on which sushi you get, different mm. proteins, different vegetables, different um, carbs with the rice, or if you get like the crunchy onions or whatever it is, like they have all of these different factors in them. So it actually becomes more of a well-balanced meal of nourishment because you're not having that peaks and troughs of energy, but you're having more long-term sustainable energy mm. throughout the day. Yeah, I think too, like making health and nutrition decisions as well, mainly with nutrition, um, it's still important to obviously have that balance too where you can just enjoy food as Mm. it is and have that food freedom. However, too, like think when you are making a decision on what like food you're going to eat or whether you're going to get the macros or if you're going to choose a more healthier and nourishing option, like actually see it as like if I choose the option that's going to make me feel nourished and like have sustainable amounts of energy it's going to not make me feel sluggish or feel sick then you're actually it's like a little love letter to your future self like yeah it's like I'm I take care of you boo yes (laughs) yes and one thing I wanted to mention on this as well of just like around the studies around health and nutrition all of that a lot of it is outdated and a lot of it is actually based on men not actually like studies on women yeah which I found very fascinating when I actually read the book In the Flow. Yeah. She talks about how a lot of studies and like medical journals and things like that are done on men and none are really yeah. done on women. And the thing is when it comes to studies as well is it is really hard unless you actually understand what specifically they're looking for in the studies, mm. what the controlled variables are and what the actual tests that they're doing to create the study results are as well. Yeah. Because people can say, for example, oh, you know, coffee's really bad for you. It's proven to create more fatigue. It's proven to do this. It's proven to do that. And then there's also studies that show one cup of black coffee a day are really great in helping people have better clarity, better focus, um, more energy. Um, And there's all of these other results. And so in the world, there is so many contradicting studies that, it's hard to really have that full blind faith in like, no, this is what the doctors told me. So this is right. You need to be able to be in tune with what your body needs and what your body wants. And that is the nourishment factor. Because if somebody says to you, no, um, you shouldn't be vegan, for example, we need more protein. And the best way to get protein is through meat. And then somebody else says, well, actually, when I was vegan, I had even more protein than when I was eating meat because I was taking care of what I was eating. Whereas when I was eating meat, I wasn't looking at what I was eating. I was just having meat and three veg and potatoes. Like, do you know what (laughs) I mean? Like, it's not about what what the other people outside of you are telling you. It's about how you actually feel within yourself and finding the balance within yourself between what feels good and what doesn't. What intolerances do you maybe have that maybe aren't actually intolerances. It's just the fact that your gut health is not healthy enough to digest that form of food into the nutrients that it needs to be. And I'm not saying all intolerances aren't real. I think that intolerances are a very serious issue, especially within this society. However, these intolerances are real because we have a lack of variety in what we eat every single day. Yes, this is oh, this is going down like a whole rabbit hole, and I love it. But <laughs> one thing I want to touch up before we touch on 
actually incorporating whole food mm -hmm. supplements as well Massive and whole food nutraceuticals. Change. I wanted to share too because this is a big part of like the body side of nourishment is listening to your intuition and getting in tune with your intuition because we've been taught for so freaking long like by society by people in power whatever like everyone <laughs> not to listen to our intuitions and to do this and follow this so I think this is a big practice for I, I always recommend so many people to do is to start tuning in more being still with yourself so you can actually feel into what is right for you I know human design is a big one for me at the moment because like I love learning about human design and with my How human funny, I'm literally having a human design reading next month oh yay <laughs> I have, yeah, it's so good it's so good um, but I'm a generator and one of my authorities is sacral authority. So I make Me too. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Twinning. Twinning. <laughs> um, so I make decisions from my gut and I make like instant decisions. I need to feel into it and then I can just make the decision then and there. Mm -hmm. Where there's other people who kind of need to take a bit more time to tune in, sleep on it, to make a decision as well, depending on what their authority is. Mm-hmm. So I think that's just a cool, cool little side note as well to yeah. dive deeper into learning more about yourself and listening to yourself more because there is so many contradictions, especially if you watch the news. Turn off the news, stop oh, listening to the news and because no, no, no. one day they're saying like, you know, drink celery soon. juice. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, no, celery juice is now bad for you. And it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. And I feel, I feel almost um, – like we become so disconnected that we don't even realize what and how much we are eating. Mm. And I think that's the major cause of the obesity. What do they call it? Epidemic. Epidemic, yeah. Epidemic that's yeah. going on in the world at the moment is because not only is there this higher production of terrible, terrible foods that are bad for our body that are so easily available. However, we also have gone from having an amount that we know sustains us and is nourishing for our body to now completely overfeeding ourselves because yeah. we're so out of touch with that nourishment factor of like, okay, how much is enough and what am I just eating because I enjoy the taste? And is my plate actually nourishing me or am I overfeeding myself? Yes. Am I underfeeding myself? Like there's so many different factors there when it comes into that nutrition part. Mm -hmm. And like we were saying earlier, being able to tap into that gut feeling of like actually listening to your body yeah. creates a massive change in that area. Yeah, so how you can actually start to tap into that when you're eating particularly, try to not watch anything while you're eating. Oh. So you can like eat some food outside with no phone, no like watching anything in the sunshine and eat your food so you can actually tune into when you're full rather than just shoving it in and then be like, oh, my God, I've eaten too much or yeah. um, you've been distracted and you haven't eaten properly. Yeah. And I think, too, because this this was something I was challenged with after coming from disordered eating habits, like doing a whole bunch of diets and restricting myself, that when I actually started to be like, no, I need to start like eating properly and start nourishing myself, I was overeating because – I was like, I have no hunger gauge because I repressed it for so long. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And you also get yourself into that habit. I don't know if this is a you thing. This was definitely a me thing where I go like, 
oh, it's okay. I can eat all of this extra stuff because it's fruits and vegetables. So it's fine. It's good for you. And then it's like, I'm not saying don't go and eat your fruits and vegetables. People definitely do. However, it's also the case of like how much nourishment do you actually need? Because everything that your body is not obtaining as in taking the nutrients straight from keeping in mind that fruits and vegetables are still carbohydrates it does get stored in the body in different ways and things like fruit for example have a higher level of sugar which is processed in a sense that it doesn't create the same fat that an unprocessed I mean that um that a like if you were to have like a spoonful of actual sugar, for example, like it's processed in a completely different way. However, so they're processed completely differently and the sugar is in, if you were to just have a spoonful of sugar is processed as fat onto the body, whereas sugar in fruit isn't processed in the same way. Mm. So having that excess means that you're still pushing it out. However, having the excess of sugar still can turn that sugar into fat as well. So it's just a case of being really aware of what are you putting into your body? And if you say are going into a plant-based diet, making sure that you still have adequate carbohydrates, you still have adequate um, proteins, you still have fiber, you still have all of these other things because if you're just for example, eating literally fruits and vegetables and that is it, what real like substance. Yeah. And like you're going to overeat it because you're not going to have the same fill, fullness feeling of having something that has carbohydrates and proteins in it. Yeah. And there's a difference between the complex and simple carbohydrates as well. Whereas uh, I'm refreshing my memory. Complex is the good one yeah (laughs) yes that's correct so complex carbohydrates don't be afraid of them like I was afraid of eating like things like potatoes even sweet (laughs) potatoes like oh stop sweet potato fries have my freaking heart (laughs) oh my gosh I know but don't be afraid of carbs like I was afraid of carbs but back when it was a whole like you know you should cut your carbs and all of that keto keto Uh, for life (laughs) whereas like carbs like give you energy yeah like sustainable energy and it's just like the simple carbohydrates like if you're having like I don't know just like well pasta's also up for determination too because it depends on how each body reacts to it but Mm -hmm. it's just very simple it's not like a Mm -hmm. complex carbohydrate as it would be with potatoes and yeah those sort of things so yeah so just keeping that in mind and being able to really find out what is nourishing to you in regards to nutrition because I could say well I make sure that I nourish myself by getting a b c and d however I also eat chocolate literally every single day and I serve that as a nourishment to myself because it's like I enjoy it it makes me feel good I love the taste of it it's like a reminder of childhood it's got all of these values in a chocolate like it sounds so silly once you say it out loud but it's true and it's just not something that I'm willing to give up because no matter how many times people can tell me it's bad for me I actually really find it nourishing towards my body yeah that's me as well with that when I have like obviously with 
caution. Yes, not like over consuming <laughs> it. But when you give yourself that food freedom, you don't tend to just go and over consume it. Because I used to like, no, I'm not having this. I'm not having that. And completely like cut it out like yeah. chocolate or whatever else. And then I'd end up like full binging and binge eating, which would end up worse. So even if you're like giving yourself like, like a little block a day or whatever whatever yeah. feels good for you that you just want to have a little bit I have like a jar of like <laughs> dark chocolate chips that sometimes Yum. I just go in and just have a little bit here Yum. and there yeah just because it's like mm, do you chocolate. know what I've been getting on the bandwagon of what dark chocolate covered almonds interesting oh, it's so delicious because you get the crunchy and the soft and the dark and mm. the like salty but like the sweet and the bitter and the mm, damn i love having chocolate covered dates with peanut butter in the side yeah, like inside it so it's like peanut oh that's another thing i want to touch on with when it comes to <laughs> nutrition is healthy fats oh massive oh, healthy fats. eat your healthy fats people yes healthy fats are really great for hormones too oh we as women 100 need healthy fats like things mm-hmm. like yeah, peanut butter, things like avocados. What else is there? Do you know what comes in healthy fats too? What? Omegas. Yes, omegas. And the omegas Very are important. great for brain health. Oh. Brain health is like a big one to focus on as well. Yeah. When it comes to everything that functions throughout your body, yeah. mind and soul. A hundred percent. I know we have a few other things that we want to touch on. So we'll come back to the brain in one second. Hold yeah. your little horses. We've just got our last few things that we want to talk about with the body. So another massive thing is definitely water intake. And I have recently, although how funny. So a lot of people around me have been really focusing on getting filtered water and cleaning water and things like that. And I've always been like, nah, it's fine for me. I don't care. I'll drink from any tap. I'll do it anywhere. I really don't (laughs) care. That was me too. And it's, it was a case of knowing that my beliefs create my reality. I was like, no, if I believe that it doesn't affect me, then it's not going to affect me. It will be absolutely fine. Yeah. It's these people that believe it's going to affect them, that it's going to be affecting. And then I had a reading recently where um, I got to sort of have a little bit of a chat with my higher self and some like spirit guides and things like that. And they all said to me, you need to start having cleaner water because this How belief funny. is not serving you. So ready? Listen to this. So drink is drinking tap water safe? Nope. Here's why. Tap water is heavily chlorinated, so full of chlorine. There's chlorine in the water that you probably drink every day. And also I've heard lots of things about how the chemicals in tap water can affect your pineal, pineal gland, which is, te- is essentially, I thought it was pineal, pineal. your third eye anyways (laughs) your third eye is which is essentially like how you tap into source you tap into like your higher self your guides all of that and how you get become so spiritually connected yeah and there's lots of theories around this i'm not going to go down the whole conspiracy theory hole today but of how yeah tap water can actually block that like your spiritual connection your connection to your intuition and things like that as well so I know that's something I've been also looking into deeper. Mm. There's a place actually around the corner where you can get the water from the valley too, mm. like the clean water from the valley. Um, and also Leslie and I actually get I actually tried some of that valley water oh, the other yeah. day. One of the people who's just recently started getting on the cleaner water, you got cleaning water. Cleaning water. <laughs> cleaner water. <laughs> got that one. Um, and it was 
it was almost tasteless. Like, mm. as in, you know how you can taste the difference between different waters? This one was almost like it had zero taste at all, which was super cool because that means, like, it's literally yeah. in its, like, purest of form. It doesn't have all of the other things that make it taste a specific way. Yeah. It was super cool. It was very interesting. I was a bit like, mm, I feel like I would like this cold with a glass of, like, ice. And then I'm like, maybe it's just because I'm thinking that it needs flavour and it doesn't have flavour. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Yeah, because, like, I, I can also – like smell the difference too like when I, I notice when they put more chlorine in the water I can smell the chlorine quick in the tap sub, water subtext can you smell ants <laughs> what <laughs> no so I cannot there's no. this thing where like 30 percent of the population or something can smell ants and it smells like hell? sweet like honey or something like that and like they all smell the same smell but like majority of people don't smell it Chloe Bruh, smells them. No, nah, I cannot smell ants. Like, weirdo. That is so <laughs> strange. Okay, back Anywho. to the subject. <laughs> um, Leslie and I are actually getting a Kenjin water machine. Oh, great. Yeah, news. so that's that's like the next level up in our health because it's like yeah. antioxidant-rich water. You can actually change the pH levels. Yeah. So you can use Extra it as – Extra nourishment. Yeah, and you can use it as like laundry detergent. You can use mm-hmm. it in the dishwasher so you're not having the harmful like chemicals of your cleaning products as well. So that's definitely a part of it that I'm excited to up-level in my health even yeah. more so. But yeah, drink – clean filtered water and lots of it people you should be drinking literally a liter per every 20 kilograms Mm. that you are stop with this whole oh i you only need to drink two liters of water a day maybe when you were in high school babes drink more water we need more water a hundred percent i would i literally saw something that majority of the population is so dehydrated and often too like as soon as like people get a headache or something happens like where they feeling dehydrated, the especially with the headaches, is often the first thing is like, all right, just go pop a Panadol or Nurofen. Yeah. And it's like, well, maybe let's look at what's actually going on first. Like maybe you need some more food. Maybe you're dehydrated. Maybe you, whatever it is, maybe there's like something in misalignment with you, like your back or your neck or something that needs yeah. to be shifted. So. Yeah. And it also depends on where the headache is coming from because when it's in different parts of your head, it relates to different areas of the body. So is it that it's a tension headache? Is it that it's a stress headache? Is it that it's a dehydration headache? Mm. Like there's so many different things when it comes to that. And stop looking for quick fixes and start looking for longer-term solutions. That's my next tip when it comes to nourishment nourishment doesn't happen by putting a band-aid over a problem nourishment happens by actually going into the deep rooted cause of the problem and fixing it my the one thing my dad always told me which he he abides abides by in his own way (laughs) but he always has said prevention is better than cure yeah so I it's like that's been ingrained in me now of like yeah how I use that with my own life with when it comes to health and well-being it's like prevention it's always better than cure don't wait until it gets so bad way less expensive to people yeah and it's not normal to have diseases and things like cancer and like things that are happening it's not actually normal it's become normal because there's Mm -hmm. so many people that are experiencing it literally even the word disease you literally have dis space ease in the body ease is created through nourishment through fulfillment through actually focusing on what you need in that moment in that time and when you're not focusing on what you need and 
nourishing yourself, you create the dis-ease in your body. Yeah. So it's, it is a thing of like you need to actually be able to nourish yourself in preventing yourself from experiencing all of these things mm-hmm. and making sure that you're putting your best foot forward. So when it comes to nourishment, for example, a lot of the time people believe that they're doing good with their food. And I am a personal advocate for this because I was that person that was like, I eat vegetables all the time. I eat a really healthy diet all the time. I only eat takeaway food or like bad food, like maybe not even once a week. Like I am God's gift to the earth when it comes to nutrition. I'm perfection when yeah. it comes to it. I am great at nutrition and I was so wrong. <laughs> I was so wrong because as soon as I actually up-leveled and started bridging the gaps with things like supplements and increasing water intake and focusing on what each component of my meals meant. Getting more sunshine, vitamin D. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think that's an important thing to recognize as well because a lot of us don't actually realize how great our bodies are designed to feel yeah. until you start implementing and doing these things as well. And rather than being closed off to be like, no, I eat fine, I it's like actually open yourself up and be like, well, what if my body could even feel even better? Mm. What if it could be more optimized? Like actually look at like we are not getting near as enough nutrition that we need every single day because our soil is depleted like the quality of our fruit and veg is nowhere near what it used to be like oh, even yeah. if you're going to the markets as well as well as like the just the busy lifestyles that we have and yeah. everything is in a packet everything's like yeah. even if you are eating from the earth and eating really great there still would be deficiencies that you're experiencing because yeah. there's other like elements to in play that could not make you be eating like that every single day and getting a wide variety mm-hmm. of all different kinds of fruit and veggies that have so many minerals, nutrients. I literally was at the shops the other day trying to get some avocados because I wanted to make a like chocolate fudge thing with avocado and not a single avocado in the whole shop was ripe. Mm. Not a single one. Like I'm not even kidding you. I touched every fucking avocado in that place because <laughs> I was like, I need to get this avocado because I need to make this sweet treat. And I literally had to walk out and go to another shop because I was like, I can't even use any of these. All of these, I'm going to have to wait like three to four days until they're ready. Yeah. Why would I want to do that? I want my avocado now. Yeah. And I think (laughs) a lot of the stuff and you get from like the supermarket is a lot of it's like frozen and then popped out. Mm. after yeah so everything's not like fresh fresh and even if you're eating organic there's still sometimes a lot of like pesticides that are still on it and things like that Mm because there's yeah some of them could say organic as well and then not to be 100% (laughs) organic yeah so just being being mindful of that and being mindful of the fact that as much as you think your nutrition is great, your nutrition can always be better. And being able to utilize things like supplements to actually help yourself when times like now you're paying like what $5 for a punnet of like blueberries. Yeah. Actually they went down the other day. I paid $3 and they were terrible. I was so upset. (laughs) And, um, 
being able to actually focus on getting the nutrition in every single day rather than just when you can be bothered to make fruits and vegetables. Yeah. So let's touch on like the supplementation side as well. Cause when we say supplementation, we're not talking about just going and getting like just your local <laughs> like supplement that possibly no is... name dropping, but all the shelf brands. Yes. All the shelf brands that are not naturally derived mm-hmm. that you just tend to wee out doesn't actually mm. absorb in the body mm. good old multivitamins oh, oh yes multivitamins yeah. that you just end if up your pee is out. yellow it means that you're actually not absorbing any of the nutrients and you just paid 60 dollars for a bottle of literally fluoro piss so well done to you like well done to you you're doing great for your body yeah so i think when it comes to choosing a supplement look for a nutraceutical which nutraceutical just essentially means functional food so the supplements that we actually have been using for years now and i swear by them swear swear by them is juice plus and juice plus has been incredible as well and what we actually have them like when i first tried them it helped so much with my hormone about like imbalance it also helped with like healing my skin, mm-hmm. help with my gut health, and just mm-hmm. like those and my energy levels. And they are backed by multiple research, medical journals, studies. They have actual food ingredients in them. So if you read the label, you could don't see things like vitamin this, vitamin that. It's food. Yeah. It's, it's a food like, label. Actually like apples, oranges. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then there's also, so we've got like a, there's a fruit one, which has 11 types of varieties of different fruits. There's a berries one, which is great, full of antioxidants in mm. them. Then there's a veggie one as well, which has mm-hmm. got like broccoli, kale and things like that in it. And then we've got a kale. An, I love kale. <laughs> I, I, have crisp, kale. I literally have crispy kale all the time mm. with like nutritional yeast. Like, to make it like I take these, these supplements so that I don't have to eat kale. <laughs> <laughs> I still wait. I'm getting lots of kale. I love kale. <laughs> I used to hate it, but um, and then we also have our omega blend, which is actually full of all the essential omega fatty acids that you need in your body. Yeah. So it doesn't just have omega three in it. And the funny part about omegas is that we don't create them within the body, so we need yes. to get them from an external source. Yeah. So being able to create this this capsule where it is incorporating of so many different types of omegas means that you're going to get the variety beneficial rather than going and having to eat all of the different things Mm. that would give you this. Yes. And it it has a natural blend of omega-3, 5, 6, 7, and 9. And it's got the ingredients of things like algae oil, which is essentially how the fish get there. Yeah, the fish don't actually have omegas in them. The fish only get omegas from the algae itself. So it's like filtering your nutrition through a being. A scaly, slimy fish. Yeah, and plus the omega fish, like the fish oil. (laughs) Honestly. Tastes so yuck. Because this one's like orange. and Yeah, it's like orangey. It's got pomegranate seed oil, buckthorn oil, raspberry seed oil, tomato seed oil. Like really, really great for you. And it's so... I love those. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, they're the supplements that we use and we actually have a program that comes with it for free when you get like one of the bundles, um, whichever bundle you choose, it's totally up to you and you get the entire 16 week 
program for free. you get to learn even more about nourishment yes and that the program has all around like the mind body soul nourishment not just around nutrition and body mm. how to fill up your play yep. mindfulness activities yes. exercise guides yoga guides yeah it's incredible so there's nothing gut health yeah. stress levels financial yeah. stress levels oh. yeah there's literally nothing else that i have witnessed or seen like it Never. and it's helped i know me and you both personally I've been like a part of it for like five years and now we're both coaches within the the company and the team and the community as well the space so yeah if you guys want to learn more about like the health style important program or even about the supplementation of juice plus and how you can get those combined together and maybe you want to work with Zach or want to work with me to help guide you and hold your hand through that um to achieve your own health goals and have that support as well just message either one of us on instagram i'll pop all the links below as well so you guys can get our details and we'd be like we'd love to have a conversation and be able to help yeah i'm just interrupting the episode for a tiny little bit to give you guys an update for those of you who are on the gold coast we are actually hosting a wellness event on saturday the 19th of november so it's very very soon this is going to be an event that's going to be all around connection connecting with like-minded individuals and also connecting back to yourself and your body Uh, we're also going to be focusing on communities where you could make a lot of beautiful friendships meet new people who are like you as well and be supported by others who raise you up Um, it's also going to be a place and a space where you can find courage as well to take bold steps into your future and into your dreams and also going to be a place where you can leave with unshakable confidence within yourself so head to the show notes to get your ticket um, and tickets are limited so make sure you get them asap Okay, so like we're going to touch base on the second sort of pillar of nourishment, how to nourish yourself in the best way possible, is the mind slash brain. My favorite part! Yes, I love talking about this because often too, like our mind and our brain health can actually control and the body. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys just got a visual of what Deja just, just did. <laughs> Um, And it's so true because this is something that I preach all the time and it's funny that this is coming up again now because it's a realisation that I had literally two days ago where the body was never the problem to begin with. And I think so many times we look at our bodies and we judge our bodies on what they are and the only reason that our physical form is the way that it is is because of the mindset that we have. And when we actually focus on nourishing our brain and nourishing our mindset and how we think about ourselves and how we speak about ourselves and how we think about and speak about other people and how we think and speak about the world in general, it creates a huge shift in regards to how you actually not only view your body, but how your body moves and actually Mm. creates that difference within the body itself. So everyone knows that the mind is the thing, the messenger, like the mind sends the messages to the body to do the things that the body needed to do. Mm. And it's clear that our body can do so much more than what we actually allow it to do because there's literally people out there lifting up freaking cars when they have enough adrenaline running through them to save someone that's underneath it. 
So our body is actually capable of these most phenomenal, crazy, ridiculous things. And the only thing that's stopping us is our mind. Yes. A hundred percent. I was even listening to a podcast recently of this guy who like was doing crazy, like runs and climbs in like extreme weather and he Yuck. was oh, I can, could not think of anything worse <laughs> but he was like the only battle that was he really needed to win was the battle with his own mind yeah it's the it's like what is in between your ears is the thing that can be stopping you a lot of the time or yeah. limiting you a hundred percent a hundred percent and so looking at all of the different ways that I've been able to nourish my mind and this is what I was saying before in regards to it coming up for me a couple of days ago. Funnily enough, over the last six to 12 months, I've been on a really incredible journey with my body where like I've cultivated so much self-love and so much gratitude. And I was starting to really get into the point of being like, I actually love what my body looks like. I love all of the different parts of myself. I, there would be things that I may change. However, if they don't change, I'm hundred percent happy with the way that it is. And then over the last month to two months, that started to just decline very, very quickly. Mm. And it started being that every time I looked at myself in the mirror, I would pick out different things. And every time I would look back at a video of myself or a photo of myself, I would pick out different things. And I started to judge other people on their bodies. And I started to go down that whole rabbit hole myself. And I'm only telling this story to show you that like, it's it's a conscious journey and you have yes. to continue working on it all the time. It this fluctuates. isn't this isn't something that is a quick fix all of a sudden you're like, oh I love my body and that's it and I'm never gonna hate my body ever again. Like it's not about the body, it's about the mind. Nothing changed within my body. It was my mindset around not nourishing it and not taking care of it in the ways that I was over mm. the last six to twelve months that created this massive shift for me. So things for me that really, really nourish my mind is breathing. Breath work. Breathing. Let's do something together now so you guys can do it with us to feel how like the, yay, what's the the diaphragm breathing, like diaphragmatic? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Do you want to do it? Yeah, okay. So we're going to take the same amount of breath in as we do out. So we're going to breathe and make sure like you extend your tummy. So like all the breath is going into your tummy mm. so we're going to take a big big deep breath in for five seconds so think about it as if like you know when you're younger and you used to push your belly out and be like mom i'm pregnant look <laughs> at me like seriously do that like yes. actually do that and the reason that this is that we push into the belly so much is because it's actually activating the diaphragm muscle which sits underneath the lungs and goes down into the stomach Whereas when we're just focusing on chest and we're going, okay, take a big deep breath into your chest and you feel your shoulders pull back and your mm. chest rises, you're actually not activating down into the bottom yes, of your and lungs. and it's a more shallow breath rather than a deep diaphragmatic breath. Yeah. So push out that belly, yes. make sure that you look as pregnant as possible Yes. and make sure that when you're bringing it back in, you're pulling that belly back in and actually activating through the muscles so that you're pushing the air out of your lungs rather than just having it sit at the bottom there. Yeah. So we're going to do it three times and we're going to breathe in for five and then breathe out for five. Yay. Let's go. Yay. Okay. Let's go. All right. We're going to take a deep, big, deep breath in. 
One, two, three, four, five. Hold for one second and then release slowly for five. And again, one, two, three, four, five. Hold and release five, four, three, two, one. Last time. While I breathe in, one, two, three, four, five. Hold five, four, three, two, one. It's like automatic, like calms your nervous system. Everything everything it's like even when you open your eyes you're looking at a whole new world yeah and it's that's like the best way you can like if you're feeling stressed if you're feeling like anxiety come up that is the breath just come back to your breath Mm -hmm. come back to your breath Mm -hmm. close your eyes and a lot of the time it's actually because when we get into those states of complete anger complete anxiety complete fear complete stress we're actually removing ourselves from the body. So it's as if we're taking our thoughts even out of our own head and placing them outside into the world. Mm. So when we're able to center ourselves back into our body and we're able to actually analyze the situation with ease, it means that our mind is working better. Yes. So it's so important to make sure that you're filling your your lungs and your stomach with the oxygen that is created through deeper breaths because if you hear the difference between like (laughs) yeah like sorry are you getting 0.2 milligrams of oxygen in that like how much oxygen do you think you're going to get and the more that you do that the more stressed out your body becomes because you're then pushing out all the oxygen and not bringing any oxygen in yeah and the oxygen isn't moving freely and flowing through your body to all parts of your body i think that's true like i i notice myself sometimes during the day where i will hold my breath without knowing so i'll like take some conscious time to actually take some really big deep breaths in Mm because like I hold my breath when I'm like, like I'm all tight. Like I want to work <laughs> things like that. So I like need to take the time to like make sure I'm taking some really deep breaths in. But breath work is like the most incredible way to, even if you like do breath work for a while too, like an actual guided one, whether you go to an event nearby and your local event or something like that, like yeah. breath work can help you actually release emotions and certain traumas that have been stored in your body as well it's crazy what happens yeah because when you actually relax you take down the barrier between the conscious mind and the unconscious mind Mm. and the unconscious mind is the creator of all of our stories that are stopping us from doing the things that we actually want to do yeah so as much as we talk about nourishing the mind it's actually about helping connect with the unconscious mind that is the biggest nourishment factor of all. Mm. Because when you go into the unconscious mind, you start to actually see the different parts that you have in there that are stopping you. Yeah. I think another part of as well of nourishing your your mind and your, your brain health is to continually educate yourself and also watch what you're consuming Mm. even if it's on a subconscious level as well like if you just have Mm. something on in the background be aware of what is going in and what you're consuming even if you're not actively consciously listening to it or watching it yeah um so a few ways of like filtering out a few things that like 
turning off the news and things like that or (laughs) get rid of the news yes or even being more intentional with the type of music that you listen to yeah making sure that you are like actually educating and like investing into like it doesn't have to be books but like watching things that are going to help you grow and keeping the brain active because if you're not growing you're dying and the brain constantly needs a bit of like like it needs problem solving skills it needs like things for it actively be able to work yeah um because often too like it's like after you finish school and then you become an adult and you're like oh like most people anyways from my parents generation of like all right that's all we needed to do yeah no more like testing now I'm just gonna work it. in my same job for the next 50 years yeah and then maybe when I finish and retire I'll start reading some books yeah. again I think it's also important to recognize too like challenge and problems like aren't a bad thing like no they it helps you to solve the problem it helps your brain actually be like okay well what's the solution for this how can I look for other options or you know so I think that's also an important thing to remember too like if you're being challenged in life see it as like an opportunity to be solution focused number one and also to be able to grow and learn something from it yeah a hundred percent and every single thing that we go through in regards to our mindset provides a lesson whether we want to see it or not and it also activates a certain strength and power within us Mm. so being able to actually sit down with yourself go deeper into your mindset which creates the different nourishment because then you're able to see what areas in regards to your mind you want to up level Mm. and this is the thing I I use the word up level specifically instead of the word fix because you're not broken yeah and I want to like really emphasize that your mindset right now is not broken if you are depressed you are not broken if you have anxiety you are not broken your subconscious mind has created these stories in order to protect you Mm mm-hmm However, those stories that you've created are no longer serving that purpose. They're no longer protecting you from harm. They're now causing you to stop going after what you want. Yeah, and I think that's also important to keep this in mind when you're on your health journey or on a wellness journey and like not to beat yourself up for certain things that's like, oh, I shouldn't be thinking that or that's bad or, oh my gosh, I did this, I had that and that's not good for me and like, oh, I'm such a bad person because that actually does more harm to your health than it does like actually being like, oh, I I should have done that, I shouldn't have done that or I shouldn't be thinking this. Whereas like, no, there's certain habits, beliefs and things in your life that have served you they like you said it served a purpose so it's not good or bad it's just like okay or is this going to serve me moving forward yeah so definitely a huge one for me when it came to nourishing my mind is journaling yes and getting out the thoughts that are in the head and then deciding what it is you actually want as well. So what we focus on grows in our life, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're going to just journal out all of the negative stuff, then you're still, as much as you are offloading it from your brain, you're still only focusing on the negative things. Whereas if you're focusing on negatives and positives or turning the negatives, so-called in your brain, into the positives, then it's going to create a huge change in regards to how you view your mind, how you view your body and how you view your world. Yes. So 
I know that there's lots of different journal prompts that are out there. Even myself on my um, Instagram, Wellness with Sacks, there's a whole folder in my highlights that has different journal prompts. But it can be simple as when you're first starting out, literally writing down, how do I feel today? How do I want to feel today? Mm. And that's all you have to do. How do I feel today? Write a few sentences. How do I want to feel today? write a few sentences Mm. and really just identifying to yourself, I am connecting in with my body and this is what my brain is thinking and feeling. And this is what I actually want to cultivate. Yeah. And I think that's been something I've been doing recently. I'm like, when I've woken up from a new day, I actually, I, 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 intentionally let go of every anything that happened the previous day week whatever mm-hmm. and then I'm like okay what is my intention of how I want today to turn out how do I want to feel today because you have complete control over that yeah you don't have control over the circumstances or things that could happen during that day but you have control over how you want to feel yeah and that's a really cool one to also preface as well as like the emotional guidance scale yes that's a really great resource you can just literally look it up um but essentially like it goes through the emotions that are certain like high vibe state and where it's kind of in the middle and then there's some low vibrational emotions too it doesn't mean they're bad or good or either of that it's just what's high and what's low yeah on the scale and it's just to recognize okay when you're feeling maybe a bit lower you don't don't want to like completely go up to like the highest (laughs) vibration straight away because that's just like a lot for that it doesn't seem possible when you're so low but also to remember that you need the low states and emotions in like you need both yeah you need a kind of tiktok alternate between the two yeah you can't experience happiness unless you know what sadness feels like yes Yes, but the emotional guidance scale is a great one. So you can actually look at where you're at and then just slowly start to work your way up so you can feel in a better state when you are really low. Yeah. So, okay. So following on from like vibrations, because everything, this whole this whole thing called life is a vibration game. Hell yeah. <laughs> We're going to touch into the, the element or pillar of your soul nourishing your soul can I start just super quickly yes I just had a little bing bong so (laughs) when we talk about soul I want you guys to understand that there are so many different words that can be used to identify this it can be soul it can be spirit it can be um it can be life source it can be god it can be all of these different words that people throw around and all of them are exactly the same thing and i want you to understand that because even in every single religion no matter what religion you are even in every spirituality even in every like ancestral sort of um not ancestral what's it called cultures yeah cultures and stuff like that there is always a trinity There is always the mind, the body, and the spirit or the soul. In Christianity and Catholics and things like that, it is God, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The mind, God, the body, the Son, and the spirit. Mm. Like in every single place, in every single area, it is always the trinity of the three. So 
this isn't about being all woo-woo out there, crazy, whatever this is for you, relate it back to what it means for you because you are right in your own belief and your belief is what serves you the best. Yeah, and don't tune out just purely because you it's like oh this is not like what I believe no yeah we believe in what you believe (laughs) yeah fit it into what you believe whatever words resonate with you yeah so feel free to swap the word around if you want to but the word that we choose to use today is soul soul yes soul slash spirit but I think too like Mm -hmm. the, the question I ask myself a lot is like who are we outside of our physical bodies yeah like who are we really like who I'm not my head I'm not the person in my brain but there's <laughs> no but literally like there's multiple people talking in my brain I don't know yeah. am I just crazy or like <laughs> I feel you it's like a whole movie up yeah there. it's like someone on this shoulder someone on the other shoulder and then it's like the observer yeah it's like these two voices like do this do that do this do yes and then the other person being like do what and the, you want. the other one's just the observer so it's like <laughs> I just find that so fascinating I'm like because obviously you have your ego yeah your egocentrical side which you need your ego yeah you need ego, ego is not a bad thing we in life have been conditioned to believe that we're not allowed to be yeah, to kill the ego oh you shouldn't be like that why don't you be more humble why well, I can't believe you have such a big ego um I'm so sorry but if I'm in love with myself I'm probably gonna say it out loud yeah and there's it's a difference between arrogance and ego ego. like yeah your ego like the whole thing of like get your ego in check and it's like (laughs) well no like you have everyone has the light and the dark within them as well you have the polarity between that so that's Mm -hmm. like the ego and the spirit soul Mm. because you need the ego to actually be able to live in this world mm-hmm. so you don't you know go and like <laughs> do something like yeah stupid or something like that same as like the the feminine and the masculine energies as well you need a balance of both yeah everything in life is duality you need yeah. even when we're talking about emotions before to have happiness you need sadness otherwise what is happiness yeah what yeah. is that good feeling if you don't know what a bad feeling is that would just be normal yeah wouldn't it? And what is normal if there's no not normal? Mm. Everything in life, like every single thing in life, to have one thing, you have to have the opposite. Yeah. You have to have the opposite. Otherwise, the first thing is non-existent. Mm. Yeah, I think that's also in the sense of like the people who are constantly chasing happiness and finding (laughs) sadness Yeah, because of like, you're, you're constantly feeling like you're don't you don't have it so you're yeah. like trying to find it out there yeah trying to run for it and it's like you constantly keep getting met with sadness because you're you're trying to just get this yeah. thing that you you're telling yourself you don't already have yeah why are you stopping yourself from feeling sadness in order to try and feel happiness when you know that you need to feel sadness to feel the happiness again yeah. same with the pain and the pleasure yeah you can't have pleasure without pain yeah yeah, so let's touch on as well, like with when it comes to soul and doing things that like light up your soul. Because I know a lot, a lot of people speak of like do the things that light your soul on fire, and, and you're like, like, what, is what does that, that mean? <laughs> <laughs> so I think the the simplest form of expressing this is doing the things that bring you joy, and not just joy, not just like short term, like instant joy whether that's like having don't do drugs people (laughs) that yeah that sort of thing (laughs) but like joy in the sense of that you're doing the things that align with your values number one you're 
doing like having the the connections with people the relationships with people that you love like you were doing things in all areas of your life so there's multiple areas of your life like your career financial um when it comes to like relationships all of that so making sure Mm -hmm. that you are finding joy in or creating joy in all of those areas of your life and know that you can have it all too. You don't have to sacrifice your health for a career. You don't have to sacrifice your relationships in yeah. order to whatever. Yeah. Everything in life is a pillar. Yeah. You have your relationship pillar. You have your friendship pillar. You have your health pillar. You have your career pillar. You have like literally all all of everything that we have that is a value or a importance to us is a pillar. Mm. And there is never a time when all of those pillars will be equal. And I think we have this unrealistic expectation of we need to have this balance between it all. We need to have this balance between work and relationships and friendships. And we get angry when our friends get in new relationships and start hanging out with their partner more because we're like, you're forgetting about me. And then all of a sudden, a year later, they never want to hang out with their partner and they always want to hang out with their friends and their partner's like, you're forgetting about me. And it's like allowing yourself to actually realize that your pillars are never going to be equal and you make the choice of which priorities for you are going to light yourself up at that time and which areas you need to focus on because if you're obviously in a relationship and your relationship is going through a bunch of struggles right now or you're trying to cultivate more love within the relationship going out and with your friends every single weekend and spending no time with your partner is not going to build that pillar up yeah I think it comes in seasons too with that like you can have it all with the the joy in each area but there's obviously different areas of your life that are going to have take priority over certain things in different seasons of your life yeah and I think too like when you're like give yourself a break yeah and when you're having like a like a bumpy patch with your partner it's like you tend to lean into your friends more or when like you're feeling a bit more like connected with your partner and like that you'll get like you're getting engaged or something like that you tend to kind of fall away a little bit from your friends so and it's okay to do that as long as you have the conscious awareness that you're not completely writing off one of your pillars yes because then that's when you have resentment for Mm -hmm. a certain pillar for example like I look at my hierarchy of like my different values Mm -hmm. and number one for me is health and business is second. Mm -hmm. So if my business is taking over like from my health, even though there's still going to be seasons where I'm not going to be as like, for example, like moving my body as much if I've got a lot going on when it comes to business. Yeah. But if, yeah, I'm not prioritizing my health and I'm sacrificing my health in order to gain success in business career, Mm -hmm. I will end up resenting my business because I haven't nourished that value value. yeah so I think that's important to remember too looking into your values if you're someone who literally has no idea about what it is that you value really like go into what it is that you value right now and this also relates to back to joy think about what are the things that you did as a child like what are the things that you used to wake up and get so excited for What are the things that you used to dream and dream and dream and dream about? What are the things that used to make you literally jump out of bed? Yes. Because those are the things that bring you joy. 
like for me personally, when I was younger, a huge thing for me was sport. I loved sport. Like I remember once, this is a silly story. I remember once I, you know, when in primary school, when you have like a specific sport uniform day mm. and like every other day you wear, like I went to a private primary school. Hashtag fancy. So did I. And so, <laughs> Christian um, private primary school. <laughs> and so we had the one day where we had like a sports, a sports uniform day. And I remember waking up so early in the morning. It was literally still black outside. And I was so excited because I got to wear my sports uniform that day, which meant I got to do sport. And I literally was like rummaging around in my room looking for the uniform. And my mum came in and she was like literally like had I had woken her up from making noise in my room. That's how much I was rummaging around. And she came in and she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm getting ready for sport. And she was like, it's a public holiday today. I wasn't even going to school that day and I was so devastated because I was like here I was it was probably like 5am in the morning at this point in like winter too (laughs) and I was like so excited like literally thrilled to be awake because I was like yay I get to go and play sport today it's clear to me looking at that that my value was definitely movement my value was definitely health. It was definitely the feelings that moving my body gave me because there's definitely kids that I know that would have woken up and been like, oh, we have sport today. That, that was me. <laughs> that was me in high school mostly, not as much primary school. Yeah, I'm talking about like school. childhood, yeah. like go back to childhood yes. days. Whereas, yeah, mine used to be like I loved like when we had like music day because I loved music and that was something that I actually started to condemn with myself when it got to high school because people when I went to high school I did choir and stuff for a little bit and music lessons and then I quit it because I would would hear from everyone oh only like the nerds do like music so I was like I full like repressed that and then I hid my voice as well because I was like I don't have Mm. a great voice so then only in my recent few years I've started getting back into playing guitar like piano and singing and how much joy does it bring you so much like it's to the point because I didn't actually it wasn't expressing my voice in that way for so long and repressed it and pushed it down that I literally I was home alone and I was like singing piano like playing piano and then singing and like full like loud clear expressing it and I started crying like I full started getting emotional and that's your little inner child yeah so thank god she's finally back (laughs) yeah literally so that's definitely part of like nourishing your soul and finding joy is like nourishing your inner child like and doing things that like even if it's just being silly and going to like the playground like or something like swinging on a swing set is literally so joyful yeah like I find so much joy from knowing that my power of swinging my legs back and forth takes me up so high that I could probably fall off and hit my head yeah like it's both scary and exciting at the same time it's literally exhilarating like I love swing sets yeah I love them I truly believe that why the reason we have so many grumpy like old people yeah (laughs) a lot of them shout out to the elderly (laughs) but because they have neglected their inner child for so long that they've come out of touch with that I love when I see like older couples older people who are so like childlike like childish and playful and and I'm like I aspire to be like that yeah so really going back into what gives you joy right now 
and also realizing that throughout time we've pushed down a lot of the things that actually give us true joy Mm. and go back into your younger self and think about what it is that gave you joy is it dancing was it music was it activity was it friends was it family was it like there's so many different things that it could have been and what truly was it? Was it writing? Do you know how many people just love sitting down and writing? Yeah. And how many people have done any form of writing since leaving school? Yeah. How many stories did we have to make? One of the things that I used to love in school was public speaking. I'm a weirdo. I'm a real weirdo. Mine would be singing, but like public, but not public speaking. I, I wrote I a book. It. Oh my gosh. I wrote a book and like got it was like in primary school, we got published or whatever. <laughs> I was one of the top people, top people in our in our like grade. I think it was like oh, I don't even know how old I was, like seven or something, seven or eight. Mm. And I wrote a book about like teachers took over the world, but it was just like my creative like flow, <laughs> flow, just, just so creating, much flow. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, what is it that actually lights your soul on fire as a child? Because your soul is still the same. You mm. didn't lose your soul. Your soul isn't broken. You've just forgotten who you actually are at your core and go back go back in time to those ages where you had true joy and think about what it is and then actually go into how can I implement that into my life right now and it doesn't have to look the same for example like if you're really into dance and you loved dancing around when you were younger and now you're like oh I don't really want to go and just do like a ballet class or like a a uh, I don't know what other classes there are. <laughs> jazz. Yeah, jazz class. Why don't you go and do like a pole dancing class or yeah. like a heels class or a hip hop class or yeah. like it doesn't have to look the exact same every single time. Find what it is that cultivates joy for you because your vibration when you're in a state of joy will always be higher. And one of the highest vibrations is love. Mm-hmm. And if you love your life, imagine the vibration that you're going to be sending out into the world yes and what opportunities people places things will come into your reality because of that so let's touch into the last little bit of connection because this is a big pillar of health I actually was listening to a podcast recently that talks about people who have disconnection and don't have like solid deep connections in their life tend Mm -hmm. to actually die sooner Mm -hmm. tend to have more like things like depression and anxiety and things like that so yeah connection because it's a connection to purpose at the end of the day it's a connection to what is my purpose here in this realm in this world in this life in this body what is my connection and when you're in deeper connection with yourself you don't feel a lack of purpose Mm. you may not know your purpose your purpose may change every week my purpose changes every day (laughs) honestly I'm always trying to figure out what my purpose is and I'm like for what purpose (laughs) and I just have decided that my purpose is to just try as much things as I possibly can yeah I feel that too in my own I I feel like I'm just kind of constantly like trying different things going down different paths but I'm like well this feels right for me right now so I'm going to do it right now yeah And that's the connection factor because we're so in tune with who we actually are on the inside that we're able to connect that worth of I am worthy no matter what I do Mm. to being into I know my purpose will be whatever I get to do that day. Yeah. 
and it can change all the time and it can stay the same and whatever it is for you is completely perfect because we're not all here for the same reason. Yes, and I think too, having a deeper connection with yourself you will then that sets the tone for every single connection and relationship you have outside of yourself uh-huh. because you will attract yourself in other people yeah vibrations baby vibrations yes. so how can people like create deeper connections with others because I know that was something I was challenged with for a while where I just kind of had a lot of surface level friendships and relationships so because mm-hmm. a lot of like well, I wasn't willing to open up and be vulnerable as well and yeah whereas now I have such like deep connections and we're not we can talk about so much more than just like things like drama yeah <laughs> which that's all the basis of friendships used to be would be drama or like let's go out this weekend and get drunk yeah I think it really comes down to that vulnerability part because when we're living in a world where every single time you ask someone, how are you going? And they say, yeah, I'm good. Mm. It's like, okay, but how good is good to start? Because good isn't even a good word. Or not bad. Oh, not bad. Ah, I hate that. It's so (laughs) funny. But like, how many people do you speak to? And they say, oh, I'm doing amazing. I'm doing great. Thank you. I'm doing fantastic. Or they say, actually, I'm not feeling so great today. Yeah. It's not a thing that happens. So why don't you just start with being, in a sense, that tiny bit more vulnerable and just saying to people, oh, I actually have had a really hell week or I actually have not been feeling the best recently. Mm. Um, And just speaking to people about that. And I think... That then comes at a fact of people who are ready to experience deeper connection and deeper emotions will respond with you in a specific way. And the people who you know who aren't ready to go deeper will respond to you in a like, oh, why are you being like that? Mm. Why are you being this? Like, oh, you're just attention seeking. Or you'll sense their discomfort. Like you off, I find yeah. that too with certain people who aren't aren't used to that level of like depth, like with relationships and connections. It's yeah. just very surface level and just like, oh, how are you going? How's your job? How's work? Blah, yeah. blah. Whereas they feel like this discomfort. Yeah. Come on. And the thing is as well, a lot of the time we actually prejudge what people are going to say. So we dull ourselves down Yeah. because we think that they're going to be uncomfortable or we mm. think that they're going to respond in a specific way. Yeah. However, being authentically yourself and actually being vulnerable and being in connection with how you feel within your mind, how you feel within your body, how you feel within your life, gives people the permission to feel the same way within themselves. And I personally stopped using the word good and started using the word great or fantastic or amazing or things are going absolutely incredible for me and started creating this, this other vocabulary in my life and not a single person has ever said to me, oh, wow, why do you have to rub it in my face? Or, oh, wow, even people, then they say, oh, I actually had a really shitty week. How are you? I'll say, oh, no, that's so sad. Like, what's happened for you? My week's actually been amazing. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. Obviously, if my week has been amazing, if my week's been shit too, then I'll just be like, oh, my God, me too. What's happened for you? This is what happened for me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And actually allowing yourself to be seen and take place first is a massive part of creating deeper connection yeah and I think it's just the honesty piece too of just being 
completely honest with yourself and with others about where you're at, how mm-hmm. you're going, like without trying to get sympathy. This yes. is the part. And without just wanting to complain to someone. Yeah. If you want to vent to someone, message someone who you know will be happy for you to vent to them about and literally say to them, I just need to vent right now. Yeah. Because that way you're not putting pressure on them to reply in a certain way. You're offer a solution because that's what's happened sometimes with Les, like Leslie and I, my partner and I. And Wait a minute, uh, drop him in. So Les. <laughs> <laughs> no, but literally because he's, this happens, I feel like, with a lot of men because they're, they're like problem solvers. They want to yeah. fix it, the, th- the things, offer solutions. So then when I'm in that state of like, I just want to vent to you, like I don't want any solutions. I just want to vent and get it off my chest. <laughs> in the past, he's tried to be like, okay, well, what are you going to do about that? Or what about this perspective? I'm like, just can you shut up? I just want to complain and vent for like two seconds. Yeah. But now Let he had my woe story for yes. like a minute. Whereas now I would tell him like, this is just me like venting. You do not need to give me any solutions. Let me just get this off my chest. Can you just listen? And then let me word vomit and then I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> and it's true. And so actually figuring out what it is that you need from different people helps you create deeper connections again with them because when you say to them this is what I need from you then you don't have that unrealistic expectation that they can read your mind and know exactly what you need because Mm. the only person who knows what you need is you and even me some days I just want to be left alone I'm like I would literally just love to sit in your presence maybe touch my leg with your leg because I don't want a hand on my leg, but a leg on a leg would be okay because I'm a big physical touch person, but don't speak to me. I'm happy just sitting here doing nothing, watching a movie or being on my phone or whatever it is. And that's actually serving me. And then other times I'll be like, no, I want you to literally smother me and be all over me and like give me all the attention in the world. And really understanding that, it's not a reflection when when somebody else comes to you and says to you, like, this is what I want from you. It's not a reflection of who you are or what you are inside. It's a reflection of what they need. And for so long, we criticize what other people say or what other people do or how people behave to the things that we want or do when in reality, the, the only person that matters is how you feel within yourself. Yes, what's the quote that I've heard? It's like, I'm not who you think I am. I'm not who I think I am. I am who you think I am. Do you understand that? I'm lost. I'm lost. <laughs> I'm not it's who like, you think I am. It's like the perception piece. Yes, yeah. So it's like how I perceive that you see me. Yeah. Which is I found really fascinating. But also, too, when it comes to connections and friendships and relationships, you need an equal equal balance of support and challenge yeah can you imagine like someone who's just constantly supportive and they're not challenging you or they're super challenging and just constantly challenging it's like you're not supporting me with other yeah Yeah. so there needs to be like that's a like you're done (laughs) you're done get out of my life (laughs) literally so yeah I think that's and also to finding out your friends family partners love languages is a big piece when it comes to connecting with those people on their level because my big my big um love language is quality time yeah and 
not so much words of affirmation whereas like leslie's is words of affirmation <laughs> so it's like oh my god and i'm i struggle a lot to give words of affirmation like actively yeah. like go tell this him exactly whereas you. he's great at it and i'm just like just give me all the quality time in the world <laughs> yeah and that's the thing being able to really understand who you are helps you better understand who other people are as yes. well which creates a deeper connection and realize that it's okay to lose connection with people mm. and to gain it back with people too because a lot of the time we have this whole idea of like, these are my friends and they're going to be my friends for the rest of my life. This is my partner and they're going to be my partner for the rest of my life. This is my family and they're going to be my family for the rest of my life. And it's like, okay, but if we're evolving and changing every single day and they're evolving and changing every single day could evolve or choosing to not change every single day, then yeah, it's a case that we're probably not always going to be in alignment with what we want in our higher self and so the connection piece that we have is going to be faded and it doesn't mean that I'm never friends with you again it doesn't mean that I'm never hanging out with you again it just means that right now my connections are stronger and deeper with other people who are serving a different purpose for my life Mm -hmm. and being able to be actually okay with that not only within yourself but within other people losing connection with you when you don't feel like the connection is gone yet, that's a big piece in being able to actually connect more with who you are and what your purpose is. Because really understanding the emotional side of connection creates a massive, massive shift. Yes. I think we can just end it there. That's perfect. Dusted. this has literally been i know like i've said this in a few but this has literally been my one of my favorite episodes <laughs> like we have just like we didn't even really set much of an intention for this we were like we're just going to talk about nourishment how to nourish yourself and we just went on a full just like just flew and flowed <laughs> through yeah. that so i hope you guys have gotten as much value as like and like had enjoyed this as much as we have and yeah as we, as we said earlier in the episode as well we do have the nourished events that we're actually going to be hosting so So very excited for that for all my girl gold coast girlies or if you're in brisbane or even across the border to byron um we are going to be holding that really soon i will pop the uh, link in the show notes below so you can actually get your ticket so it is on the on november 19th so saturday november 19th um, it goes from around 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. as well on that Saturday. And we're going to be all like t- helping you guys and guiding you through like a really beautiful connection event. So it's going to be connecting with others, connecting back to yourself. We're going to be sharing a bit more and like nourishing yourself. And it's just going to be really, really fun. And we've got like a little giveaway we're doing that we're not announcing just yet, but stay tuned for that yeah, as well. Keep your eyes peeled. Keep friends. your eyes peeled. All right. Love you guys. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Bye. Bye.